0: Welcome to Partners in Business, the industry's leading program for aspiring and existing owner-operators. This podcast, slightly condensed from our manual, covers all of the business and equipment basics for starting out as an owner-operator or improving your existing business. Our manual combines the best material from Overdrive Magazine with the expertise of the consultants at ATBS, the nation's largest owner-operator financial services provider. This installment of Overdrive's Partners in Business covers how to control fuel costs. That includes minimizing fuel consumption, getting a fair fuel surcharge, and choosing where to buy fuel. Fuel is an owner-operator's number one cost. You can make the wisest business decisions about fuel when you know your fuel economy, expressed in miles per gallon, or MPG, and your fuel cost per mile, or CPM. Calculate your MPG simply by tracking your mileage between fill-ups and dividing the total by the number of gallons you burned. Do this for all trips. Likewise, you can calculate your fuel CPM by using those same numbers. Divide the cost of that fuel by the number of miles that were covered. Fuel economy constantly changes, affected by weather, loads, routes, traffic, terrain, road surfaces, and other factors. Many may be out of your control, but no problem can be remedied if it isn't noticed. It's helpful to know your MPG per month, per week, and even per load. That occasional haul of steel across the Appalachians may be costing you more in fuel than it's worth. If your numbers look bad, don't give up. The worse your fuel economy, the more you have to gain by improving it. For good fuel economy, your truck has to overcome three things. Rolling resistance air resistance, and gravity. Fortunately, your driving technique and other choices you make can address each of these. Let's look first at the two big areas for cutting fuel costs. The first is reducing your average speed. Owner-operators get no shortage of encouragement from shippers, consignees, and others to hurry up. So it's easy to get into the trap of driving fast. But speed is the main reason for increased fuel consumption and reduced profit. Experts agree that every mile per hour driven over 60 miles per hour reduces fuel economy by one-tenth of a mile per gallon. The typical argument against driving slower is that you can make better time by driving faster and therefore make more money. But consider if you drive 130,000 miles per year and average only 5.5 miles per gallon versus 6.5 miles per gallon because you drive faster you will spend $12,727 more on fuel. In essence, you might save a little time here and there, but you also gave yourself a $0.10 per mile pay cut most owner operators net about forty cents per mile if you divide the extra twelve thousand seven hundred and twenty seven dollars fuel expense that driving faster costs by your net per mile of forty cents you would have to drive thirty two thousand miles more per year just to pay for that extra fuel when you look at it this way speed actually costs you time throughout the year the hours of service limits will mean that on some days you will log fewer miles at 55 miles per hour than you would at 65 miles per hour. Even so, you won't lose anything close to 32,000 miles. The second big area for cutting fuel costs is limiting idle time. Idling requires about a gallon of fuel per hour, which can cost you about $160 per week at $4 per gallon if your truck idles for eight hours a day. According to the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency, line-haul trucks not equipped with auxiliary power units might idle about 20% to 40% of the time the engine is running to power climate control devices and sleeper compartment accessories and to prevent startup problems in cold weather. Just because idling is common doesn't make it smart. Idling on average costs about $3,500 or more in fuel alone per year. This doesn't include the added engine maintenance expense that results from excessive idling, which is harder on your truck's engine than highway driving. In addition to operating costs, many governments impose no idling laws with fines as high as $25,000. Instead, there are many alternatives an extra blanket for cold temperature makes it easy to turn off the engine. For about $80, you can buy a remote starter with a temperature sensor that will start the truck at a specified temperature. Infrastructure in truck stop parking lots to provide electrical power and auxiliary heat and air has continued to increase over recent years. APUs, or auxiliary power units, can pay for themselves in a reasonable amount of time. A mobile generator costing as little as $200 will burn less fuel and provide heating and cooling. Not idling is even a point of pride for many truckers who long have realized the benefits of shutting down the engine. Choosing idle reduction equipment can be a difficult decision. Systems and costs vary widely. Diesel-fired heaters are near the bottom of the cost range at about $1,000 with purchase and a year's worth of maintenance. Full-function diesel APUs, gensets, range up to $8,000 or more. Search with two main goals, finding a system that fits your application, and one that gives you a healthy return on investment. No one has cornered the market on a one-size-fits-all system. When deciding whether to go all-electric, diesel-powered, or hybrid, the decision comes down to practical power supply needs and personal preference. Evaluate your idle reduction needs by keeping a detailed idle log. Write down every time you idle and why. Keep track of hours idled and sort them by reason, such as air conditioning, heat, AC power, warming the engine, etc. Try this for a year, accounting for all seasons. That may not be practical, but if you keep this log for three months and are disciplined in your records, you will be able to make good estimates for the other seasons. If you skip this first step, you could drastically underestimate the amount of time you idle. You also might fail to understand the reasons you idle. Idling solutions are best when they're tied to the reason for idling. For example, if you idle only because you need to heat, then a full-blown APU is overkill. A better solution is a small diesel-fired heater, which is easy and inexpensive to use. If you idle to produce AC power for a computer, TV, coffee maker, microwave, You can also find inexpensive alternatives to a diesel-powered APU. Inverters and absorbed glass mat batteries will keep small appliances running for days. Add a small solar panel and you can keep the batteries conditioned and extend that time as well, perhaps using some of the new electrified parking installations if you need to park for an extended period. Once you have a clear understanding of how often you idle and why, research your options then calculate the break-even point and return on investment for each solution. This methodical approach will reward you with an idle reduction technology that fits your operation and budget. Reducing speed and reducing idle time are big cost savers, but they're hardly the only ways to cut your fuel use. When OverDrive asks readers to choose the five technologies and design features they believe contribute the most to fuel economy, The top five results included two aerodynamic features and three diverse components. Let's look at all five. One leading aero feature is roof fairings. When the tractor-trailer aerodynamic revolution began decades ago, roof fairings led the way. Long before fuel economy became a priority at fleets, it was obvious just from looking at a tractor trailer that having airflow up and over a reasonably aerodynamic windshield only to smack headlong into the front of a tall trailer was extremely inefficient. Today, manufacturers fully integrate roof fairings as standard equipment because they are so effective and the vast majority of fleets and owner-operators want them. Aerodyne says that a full roof fairing delivering just a 10% increase in fuel economy can save $6,900 a year in fuel. Even with basic flat-style roof fairings, typically found on day cabs, can deliver up to 5% in fuel savings. The other aero feature that OverDrive readers pointed to was trailer-side skirts. Manufacturers say these devices can boost fuel economy by more than 5% and cost about $2,900 per trailer to install. Trailer side skirts were the first serious attempt to streamline air moving past the drive van's bottom to eliminate drag and turbulence. There's plenty more you can do to make your existing truck more aerodynamic. Snug the trailer tight to the tractor. Add chassis fairings, cab extenders, and aerodynamic mirrors. Match your sleeper package to your application. When you're pulling tanks or flatbeds, a flat-top or mid-roof sleeper may be the most aerodynamic option. If you run wide single tires instead of duals, cut down your mud flaps or invest in flaps that match the width of your tires. Another fuel-saving item overdrive readers cited was low rolling resistance tires. A deep tread tire will have more rolling resistance when it is new because there is more squirm in the tread, and the engine requires more power to overcome that resistance. Low rolling resistance tires use advanced compounding materials to construct tires with more durable tread but also shallower depths. The durability from the advanced materials gives the tire a service life comparable to tires made from more traditional compounds. By switching to low rolling resistance tires, a tractor trailer using $60,000 worth of diesel fuel could save as much as $2,100 in fuel costs. The fourth item Overdrive readers named was aluminum wheels. At about $350 a piece, aluminum wheels can cost up to three times more than those made of steel. But most long-haul fleets looking to take all possible weight out of a tractor are willing to pay that premium. As with any weight reduction on your rig, this translates to a fuel savings and, depending upon freight, extra revenue. Also, resale value for aluminum wheels results in a 75% return on the original investment up to 10 years later, which is far more than steel wheels. The last of the top 5 fuel efficient items named by overdrive readers was APUs. Auxiliary power units are expensive, but if you do extensive idling, you can see a return on investment long before the unit wears out. Fuel savings practices don't stop there. Each of the following 10 ideas can reduce your fuel bill by 1% or more, or several hundred dollars a year. Watch cash flow. Don't tie up money needlessly in the fuel tank when downtime of a few days or more is expected. If you know a low price area is on your route, don't fill up at a more expensive stop. Be cautious with biofuel. Biofuels tend to be more expensive and produce lower mileage. Know the level of biofuel allowed under your engine maker's warranty, and use only approved fuels. For example, B20 is a 20% biofuel. Carry extra fuel filters as biofuel can cause clogging. Maximize storage. Whether you're buying a used or a new truck, opt for larger dual tanks. This gives you the option of pigging out on super cheap fuel and cutting down on the number of fuel stops, saving time. Beck your truck wisely. Your paycheck will show whether you chose a truck with a big engine and a lot of chrome, or a truck engineered to meet your business needs. First, there is the initial extra expense for the purchase and the added cost of fuel consumption. Weight and maintenance are an even sharper contrast between a lifestyle truck, a wannabe show truck, and an aerodynamic truck that is an efficient tool for business. In fuel savings alone, the aerodynamic truck generally more than offsets the resale value of the stylish truck. It also yields greater load capacity, more comfort, less noise, and higher profit. On the other hand, Operators with too low horsepower settings for the application will find their feet always hard on the throttle, consuming more fuel. Some have benefited in fuel economy by retuning the engine control module for maximum fuel economy or installing full-flow muff. Others have utilized new engine transmission combinations built for maximum mileage, offering peak torque at much lower RPMs than traditional diesels. The next idea for reducing your fuel bill, perform regular maintenance. This ensures your truck is running efficiently. Also, check your current miles per gallon at each fill. If it falls off, start a preventative maintenance routine. Check often enough to catch low oil, or dirty air filter, or a compressor leak. Don't use a higher viscosity oil than you need. Get any dangling bumpers or cockeyed mirrors fixed immediately, as they're adding to your truck's air resistance. Maintain tire pressure. To reduce rolling resistance, check air pressure in all 18 tires and fill them up at least weekly to the manufacturer's specifications. The trailer tires may belong to your carrier, but why pay the extra cost of pulling a trailer with underinflated tires? Slow your acceleration and deceleration. Both will consume less fuel and be easier on your equipment. Slowing acceleration is especially important running on hills or in the mountains because it helps reduce the effects of gravity. Rapid acceleration gets you an extra few seconds, but creates premature wear on the engine Drive line and tires, along with increasing your fuel costs. Hard and frequent braking converts precious fuel to wasted energy. Safety experts recommend watching ahead a distance of 12 seconds so that you never have to brake at the last second. You also will rarely have to engage the engine retarder in city traffic if the 12-second rule is followed. Shift wisely. Don't drive by engine sound, but by RPM. If you're not absolutely sure about your engine's sweet spot, ask the manufacturer. Cut out-of-route miles. If you're like many owner-operators, you could be running 6 to 10% of your miles out-of-route, lost to detours, side trips, and bad directions. If you could cut that by 3%, it would save an extra 3% on fuel, as well as other variable costs, such as tires and maintenance. Consider alternatives to diesel. Interest in natural gas as a viable Class 8 fuel skyrocketed during the unprecedented 2007-2008 to fuel price spike. A natural gas fueling infrastructure began to develop, though those networks' growth and the industry's brief affair with gas tapered off as diesel prices dropped to unexpected lows. Despite power density and range limitations compared to diesel, Natural gas appears to be working for those willing to accept those trade-offs in return for lower fuel prices. Gas could play a much bigger role in trucking if diesel prices rise significantly from the low levels of early 2016. Next, let's look at fuel charges. Because fuel prices have been so volatile and often high over the last few decades, fuel surcharges have become more widespread. In many cases, they've also become more generous, as carriers have used them to help operators guard against price spikes. As long as you know your truck's fuel economy, you can calculate how well a fuel surcharge compensates you for rising prices. The surcharge is usually based on the price of diesel above a base level, such as $1.25 a gallon. It increases incrementally with diesel prices, either on a cents per mile basis or on a percentage of what the customer pays the carrier for the load. Carriers often structure their surcharge scale by assuming a certain fuel efficiency, such as 6 miles per gallon. Some owner-operators make a healthy per mile profit from their carrier surcharge because good fuel economy practices allow them to average better than 6 miles per gallon. A surcharge changes weekly, tied to the national average price for a gallon of diesel, as reported weekly by the U.S. Department of Energy. In some cases, particularly with dedicated regional routes, surcharges are based on regional prices or prices along specific lanes. This can be a double-edged sword with customers. The same company that will pay extra for loads traveling only in western states might ask for a discount on trips to other areas. For examples of surcharges along specific lanes, visit www.fuelsurchargeindex.org. Because fuel surcharge calculations assume some sort of fuel mileage average, a fuel-efficient owner operator always can beat the averages and profit when fuel prices climb. The price of diesel also comes into play with carrier's discount fuel programs you can often save a lot through such networks. But pass up network fuel stops that are too costly, are too far off of route, sell inferior fuel, are dangerous or poorly maintained, or are perceived as a profit center for the carrier at owner-operator's expense. If your fleet has a fuel optimizer program, use it. An optimizer program helps an owner-operator plan a trip based on fuel prices and locations in the carrier's fuel network. Fees for using such networks have become rare. Many such online tools are available. One is the free Truck Stop Guide and Fuel Prices, part of Overdrive's Free Truckers Tools app. Finally, let's look at how to find the cheapest fuel. You might think it's as simple as comparing pump prices, but it's not. First, it helps to understand what is known as IFTA. That's the International Fuel Tax Agreement between the United States and Canada. This facilitates the reporting, collection, and distribution of taxes to states and provinces. You pay taxes every time you fuel, but your ultimate fuel tax bill is calculated according to where you drive. If you purchase fuel in a high tax state and drive most of your miles in low tax states, you will get a refund when you file your IFTA report. So, an effective fuel buying strategy maximizes fuel purchases in low fuel tax states and mileage run in those states. You cannot lower your tax outlay unless you choose halls that avoid high-tax states, which is difficult. What you have more control over is how much you pay strictly for fuel when the fuel tax is not considered. Therefore, the key to finding the cheapest fuel is to know the current fuel tax rates in any location. That includes federal and state taxes in any state tax surcharges. Subtract taxes to find the raw fuel cost in each state, then buy where fuel is cheapest. That strategy means that you buy without regard for whether you are paying more at the pump. IFTA will ensure that you pay no more than less than your fair share of taxes at the end of the quarter. IFTA also considers state surcharges which complicate the fuel buying strategy. Indiana, Kentucky, and Virginia have per gallon surcharges. New Mexico, Kentucky, Oregon, and New York have per-mile surcharges. While some owner-operators buy only enough fuel to get through surcharged states, this practice can backfire, depending on the actual cost of the fuel in each state. There may be times when buying more fuel in a surcharged state is economical. Part of the challenge in smart fuel buying is keeping up with changing surcharges and taxes. Georgia, Massachusetts, and New York revise their fuel taxes quarterly, and North Carolina revises its own semi-annually. Other fuel buying costs depend on how your fuel taxes are managed. Most leased owner operators depend on a carrier to collect and distribute fuel taxes. If you're leased and your carrier handles your fuel taxes for you, simply look for the cheapest pump prices. Some carriers charge a fee for this, and some pay simply by averaging the mileage of their entire fleet. If your carrier does that, and you average a better mile per gallon average than the fleet, you could be paying more tax than you actually owe. For this reason, Some make the case that it's always best for an owner-operator to handle his or her own fuel taxes. Whatever the case, a good lease will itemize all charges, including fuel taxes and how they're assessed. If your settlements do not reflect what's stated in your lease, you should ask for a clarification and, if necessary, look for an alternate method of paying your tax. Not all carriers, however, allow leased operators to opt out of their system, so make sure you understand how the carrier handles IFTA before signing on. You must get your own IFTA account to do your own fuel tax reporting, whether you do it yourself or through a third party. You do not have to have your own operating authority to get an IFTA account. Independent owner operators though must have such an account in their base plate state and be responsible for quarterly reporting. You can find more detailed examples of precisely how much money you can save with sound fuel management by reading the Partners in Business manual. It's available for purchase at piblive.com. It's also distributed free of charge to participants in our Partners in Business seminars at the Great American Trucking Show held every August in Dallas. To contact business services provider ATBS, which co-produces Partners in Business with Overdrive, call 888-640-4829.